0: Welcome to an Arkansas AgCast Deep Dive, where we take a closer look at news that impacts you. The Arkansas AgCast is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation. All right, welcome to the latest episode of the AgCast Deep Dive series. You know, we developed this series as a way to break away from the ag news headlines and take a closer look at a topic that matters to our members. As always, this show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau. I'm the host of today's episode. Jason Brown, and I'm glad to welcome the newly elected president of Arkansas Farm Bureau, Dan Wright, to the show. Dan, welcome.
1: Thanks for being here. Thank you, Jason. It's an honor to be here. You know, I listen to you guys all the time when I'm out <laughs> cutting hay or baling hay. Yeah. And uh, it's just a thrill to be able to be on here today. Well, we're uh, we're happy to have you. You say you listen.
0: Um, I think Mac said this recently on the show, but uh, you know, we're coming to figure out that's what most people uh, would rather do is listen than to watch.
1: Yeah, because I'm on. I'm either in the tractor or on the road. Uh huh. And so I, I became a listener of the podcast when y'all first started mm-hmm. just to see what it was about. Yeah. And uh, I think I saw it on the Facebook one time. Yeah. But uh, I'm a listener. Your eyes are better off for it, honestly. <laughs> uh, well,
0: let's dig into it. I know you're busy uh, with all kinds of things going on. And, look, you're no stranger to the members of Arkansas Farm Bureau. You served on our state board for nine years. You've been the secretary of treasurer for four of those years, I believe. Uh, I guess I should have warned you this is the longest question that we've ever asked on the show. Uh, will you tell us how Dan Wright, the man, became Dan Wright, the farmer?
1: Uh, Dan Wright, the man, became began in Lubbock, Texas. Oh, okay. I was born and raised in Lubbock. I'm not a native Arkansan. Mm. But I've been here long enough that everybody thinks I am. Yeah, uh, my family. My dad was from Logan County, mm-hmm. and uh, he and he met my mom uh, in West Texas. They got married and had family, and mm-hmm. we came here in 1979. Oh wow! And so uh, I started off as a, as a diesel mechanic,
0: really for Caterpillar. Uh,
1: a lot of people don't know that I went to Votech in Mena, Arkansas, with Rich Mountain Votek. Yeah. And uh, started off in Texarkana as a diesel mechanic, went to Fort Smith. Wow. Um, and uh, got tired of that and went in my family business. My dad was a siding applicator. Hmm. And so I hung siding yeah. on, on on houses for about 18 years. Oh, my gosh. And uh, in the meantime, met my wife, and uh, uh, we had a child and and uh, bought a, uh, built a chicken house, two chicken houses. Hmm. Reason was because we were paying for daycare. <laughs> and we couldn't afford daycare. So I thought, hey, we'll build some chicken houses. She can work in the chicken houses. Yeah. I'll continue to work outside and hang siding. Uh huh. Worked out for quite a while. Yeah. And so uh after a few years of that, about eighteen years, I hurt my knees, so I got out of that business mm-hmm. and uh, built four more chicken houses and became a full time farmer. And we wow. do we do uh we have six chicken house operation mm-hmm. and uh, we also cut and bale hay and sell it to the public. My goodness. Well uh that's quite the story. I don't think I
0: ever realized that. Not many uh, know that that you sort of, I'll say, backed into farming. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know. You know. I mean. So you're first generation, then? No, I'm I'm, I'm fourth
1: generation. A fourth generation. I'm my dad. Sorry I my that. dad. We had a we had a little farm in Texas. Okay, I got you. But uh, my grandfather uh, had was grew, grew up in Logan County. He mm-hmm. also farmed. Yeah. And his father before that uh, came from North Carolina. Oh wow. And they were farmers then.
0: Yeah. Okay. It's still in the poultry business today, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, um, let's see here. Speaking of that, I have to say, I think one of the interesting things I learned once when you were elected at our convention is that you are the first poultry producer elected president of Arkansas Farm Bureau since our founding in 1935. Uh, so with that, what unique perspective do you bring to... Uh, this this leadership role for the organization as a poultry farmer?
1: I think the unique perspective is uh, adaptability. In the poultry industry, uh, we adapt to a lot of different ways. Uh, those who don't understand the poultry industry, we, we work for an integrator. And we grow chickens for them. Right. And uh, ever so often you have to change the way you do that because times change, equipment changes, equipment uh, changes. A lot of us are on a smaller scale than what the traditionally been row crop folks that served as presidents in, in, mm-hmm. le- in leadership mm-hmm. roles. And so they had huge operations. We were a smaller operation. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we are not afraid to take risks. Yeah, uh, Some people may not know that in the poultry industry, we have no risk management. We have no safety net. Mm. So a lot of times we, we're willing to take a chance. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the unique perspective I come with. I'm not afraid to make changes. Yeah, if things, I know things can't work the same year after year after year. Yeah, that sometimes you got to tweak things, and every now and then you got to make a change here and there, Uh, the way you do things. Sometimes folks want a variety of of changes, Mm -hmm. and um, that's just something that I'm willing to look at Mm -hmm. and 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 adapt to. Yeah, and and like I said in my acceptance speech, it's never nothing. There's mm-hmm. always something that pops up, mm-hmm. and when it does, you got to be able to fix it. In the chicken business, you never know when a feline motor is going to go down. I can be an electrician, a mechanic, a carpenter, and uh, and and a priest all in one in the chicken <laughs> house. <laughs> yeah. So, so your, your adaptability is what I think. Yeah. I love that concept of adaptability and the
0: the ability, you know, what you've taken from your time as a farmer and certainly probably before that Mm -hmm. even, you know, uh, and and how you would apply that. You know, agriculture, it feels like that's one thing we're always needing to do is adapt to different environments, whether that be uh, external like weather, Mm -hmm. things like that, regulatory, things like that. So I love that concept of adaptability and and, and being that unique perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's been a challenging year for the poultry industry, um, not only from, uh, you know, biosecurity um, aspect, uh, but in in other ways too. What are some of the most important issues in the poultry industry that you think should be
1: addressed in the next few years? Uh, one of the things, as I mentioned a while ago, we don't have a safety net in the poultry industry. Mm-hmm. If uh, something happens that is catastrophic, let's say for instance, lightning hits uh, a generator mm-hmm. and all your power goes out and, and, and there, you had a catastrophic loss in your chicken houses. Mm-hmm. There is some funds out there to cover that, but not near enough to make you whole. Mm. Uh, if we have a year where we had a few years ago where uh, heating oil heating gas, propane, mm-hmm. natural gas, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. becomes astronomically high. We had $4 a gallon at one point. Mm-hmm. I burn 1,000 gallons a week per house. Oh, my God. If, if, it, if it's really cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had nothing to overcome that. High input costs, uh, it's just something we have to deal with. Mm-hmm. And uh, most growers will pay for their propane or natural gas for a whole year. Mm-hmm. and because they'll just prorate it and, and and have an account or something. But that's one of the things that we have to look at. We also have to look at uh, uh, regulatory things. We mm-hmm. have uh, climate change people coming out, and uh, sometimes the poultry industry gets blamed for that because mm-hmm. of our exhaust fans. You know, they want to know how much uh, uh, CO2 is coming out. Mm-hmm. There's no way to measure it, so we don't know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we have, we have those issues and also, and you know, as we've seen here lately, avian influenza has, mm-hmm. has been a huge problem. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, one of the commissioners in livestock and poultry commission uh-huh. and we've just, uh, we've just seen an influx of avian influenza this year mm-hmm. and, uh, that's a very real concern on educating our growers on the biosecurity issues that we have.
0: Yeah. Well, those are good. Uh, you, I think you had probably all facets of poultry production there. I tried to. Uh, you found you found You found something in each area mm-hmm. uh, there, and I th- I think that's pretty interesting.
1: And um, a lot of this, I've grown for 33 years. Yeah. So I've seen a lot of this, and I've lived through most of it. Yeah. Uh, a few years ago, uh, a PR department here contacted me with the high propane costs, mm-hmm. and uh, we were counting our pennies trying to make it through that winter. Mm-hmm. And that's where we came up with the idea of trying to find a risk management tool mm. to help fix that. And I've I've talked to Senator Bozeman, talked to him this morning. Yeah, and we're we're on the ball trying to get that going. Really, so we're just, so we're getting closer.
0: Okay, so I think um, you must be reading ahead of me over here uh, because my next question was, how do you envision Farm Bureau playing a role in supporting the poultry industry moving forward and addressing some of those challenges? I'd say number
1: one would be and number one. We work with our legislators. Advocacy, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah we uh, we've been working on this. We've uh, President Hillman, uh, my predecessor, he formed a uh, poultry working group, mm. and uh, I was on that with Chris Metters out of out of, Bent, out of uh, Carroll County, mm-hmm. and we got growers together and we put together this this, this program, uh, to where if our input costs got to a certain level, it would kick in, mm-hmm. and this would be an insurance that you'd buy. And it, w- it would help get through those those tough times, much like the dairy industry with sure. a, a dairy margins coverage. Mm-hmm. It would be much the same way as that. And uh, also just kind of give our growers some cover. Mm-hmm. The Farm Bureau has been very instrumental in that. Okay. And uh, we're talking with our counterparts on the on the national level, with American Farm Bureau. And uh, we've got several states that are agreeing with this and wanting to work with it.
0: You know, a lot of people don't always understand that Arkansas ranks number three in broiler production. Mm-hmm. I know, obviously, pou- uh, poultry production gets, you know, further than that. But right. um, I guess it just makes sense for us to be a leader in, in conversations such as that one.
1: It does. Uh, a couple of years ago, r- about the time COVID was going on, mm-hmm. uh, I was chosen as one of the American Farm Bureau poultry working group uh participants. Uh There was three of us in in the United States. Wow. And I was one of the three. And uh, we were instrumental in getting COVID money to contract growers. And uh, contract growers, of course, are poultry growers that work for an integrator. Mm -hmm. At that time, uh, the legislature and and our government didn't know what a contract grower was. (laughs) We couldn't get any help because they had no definition for contract growers. Yeah, no no understanding of that concept and that arrangement, I guess. So we helped to push that along, mm. and they developed a, a definition for it. Yeah. And then we were able to get contract growers some money to help them through COVID hmm. because they were hurt pretty bad, too. Yeah. Uh, some of the plants in the area could not process the chickens and uh, 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 others were just slow about processing, right? And so there was, you know, there's there's some help that that needed to be done. Mm-hmm. And then the long out times that made it uh, if you've got if you're making a payment on a chicken house, and you're out of chickens mm. for thirty five to forty days, yeah, somebody's going to have to cough up a payment by the end of the year. Yeah, and payments sometimes are twenty to thirty five thousand dollars really per payment. Oh my gosh, per house, no per farm, oh, per, per farm. farm. Okay, yeah. all
0: right. So you got to keep me straight. No, I we, know. I know. I'm John, doing my best. John and I, we talk about all the time how uh, we're really unqualified to do this show because we're two guys who spent our history in uh, row crop, you know? You know, I so, will <laughs> scream at the radio sometimes. <laughs> no, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. Well, uh, we do get our share of hate mail. Um, and uh, <laughs> But, you know, we get some stuff wrong, but but the amount of stuff we learn, you do. Uh, you do. I guess, through, through doing this show... Uh, so I appreciate you keeping me straight. Will, yeah. We'll. Um, yeah you know, getting back to the to the conversation about Farm Bureau and thinking mm-hmm. about Farm Bureau, you know, you talked about your acceptance speech mm-hmm. uh, there at convention, and in your remarks there, you talked about this concept of one Farm Bureau family. Uh, in that, you acknowledge the variety of farmers involved in our organization. Uh, and I'm curious how you plan to address that concept uh, of Farm Bureau family and sort of what that means for row crop producers or specialty, I got to say specialty crop farmers mm-hmm. or Mac will be on me, uh, cattle ranchers, foresters, um, you know, all the stakeholders across that, I'll call it the agriculture value chain. Um, how does that concept of Farm Bureau family
1: really work and speak to each one of those? You know, one of the things that I learned in my travels, I I had thirty four counties in fifteen weeks. Really? Oh my goodness! Uh, and I live on the far western side of the state, <laughs> right? So <laughs> it was a tr- it was a distance every time I went. Yeah, but I would I would visit some folks out west, and I would come into the eastern side, and I would visit some of those. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of those counties are are very influential counties, mm-hmm. and uh, I was nervous. I was nervous about going into him. Yeah, but once I was there for a few hour, minutes, mm-hmm. it felt like family. Really, it just it just felt like you was going to a cousin's house to yeah. have supper. <laughs> and uh, because we all have so much in common, mm-hmm. uh, I was thinking about this uh, right after the uh, uh, business session. You know, mm-hmm. I was contemplating winning the, winning the election and all that, and about my remarks. I'd listened to him on a, on a couple of things, and uh, I thought, you know. We're all family, and I mentioned these in my remarks. We're all family. We may do different things, mm-hmm. and I thought about my own family. My son lives in Delaware. He's a journalist. My daughter in law is a veterinarian there in Delaware. Mm-hmm. Uh, my daughter is a is a school teacher in Dover, Arkansas. God bless her. Yeah, and my son in law works at Nuclear One. Oh, and really? We, and we grow chickens. <laughs> you know, yeah. we all we are all under one family. but yeah. so we do different things. Wow. We all have the same belief. We all have the same concepts of life, mm-hmm. and uh, we all have that family mentality, and that's what Farm Bureau is. I may grow chickens. Some other folks may grow cotton or corn or rice. Don't leave rice out of it. No, no, they no. They may grow rice. Uh, <laughs> you know, my, Our vice president's a, a, a fish farmer, mm-hmm. and then the specialty crop folks. We all do different things in yeah. livestock but we're all part of the family of Farm Bureau. Mm -hmm. You know, when you, when you're family, you can fight amongst yourself a little bit and argue amongst yourself. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, but don't go say something bad about them. Right. Because we're going to defend it. Yeah. If we have somebody from the outside coming, come and try to start something, we're going to defend it because Mm -hmm. we are family. Mm -hmm. And that's the way I look at it. We're all, what I, what I do in the East or the West, I use folks products from the West, from the Eastern Mm -hmm. side. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Vice versa. I hope they eat chicken. I hope they (laughs) eat a lot of chicken because I eat a lot of rice, so I hope they eat a lot of chicken. But uh, it takes all of us to make this thing work. We're all one family doing different types of work. Yeah, But we stick together. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, I'm fairly
0: new to Farm Bureau uh, as a staff person. I've worked sort of Farm Bureau adjacent for a long time. But going into that convention, I think this is my third convention if I were to go back and do the math and it really feels like a family reunion in a lot of ways. When you see people, hey, you know, I'm going to give you a hug, shake your hand, ask how the kids are doing. You know, I mean, it really does feel like that. You know, that concept is through is true to the nature of what we do. I, I mean, there's a lot of fellowship that happens at, yeah. at, at, at events. And, I was and talking
1: meetings. to a lady at the foundation dinner. And we was talking about how many people were in there, mm-hmm. and she said, "This is one of the few places that you can turn your kids loose if you want ah, to." Ah, that's interesting. Yeah. And uh, and and know that everybody's going to take care of them. Uh huh. And that's kind of what we feel like when we come to mm-hmm. Farm Bureau. We this is this is my tenth one, mm-hmm. and um, I see folks that I hadn't seen in a while, mm-hmm. and we hug and just talk and and you know catch up on old times. Yeah, but it's weird because you find relationships here. Yeah. Uh, one of my best friends lives in Mississippi County, uh, on the far on the other side of the state from where I do. Yeah, yeah. Neither one of us has been to each other's house, <laughs> but we talk like we know where you know. Yeah, think yeah, about yeah. each other. But uh, that's the that's the relationships that we make, mm-hmm. and that's what's unique about Farm Bureau. We got to get you on a combine. I'm telling you, I want to do it. <laughs> I've been trying to get on a combine for years. <laughs> we're gonna make it happen. Yeah, we're gonna
0: make it happen. Uh, Brian, can we? Uh, we got to come up with a video, a special video Now you're talking about inside project. the cab, right? That's it. Okay. Not, not, okay. Not, not, not riding uh, on top. I or... don't want the hopper <laughs> or anything. I want inside the cab. We got to come up with a video idea, like Farmer Swap or something like that, where we can get Dan uh, on a combine. Mm-hmm. You know, that way you don't have to ask. Oh, I know. Or beg. Yeah. We'll just make it happen. Make it happen, man.
1: <laughs> I want. I want to drive a combine. Yeah. Oh, we, all right. That's that's happening. We
0: okay. can do that. Uh, <laughs> all right. So. You talked about traveling the state, and I, I I sort of slipped this one in on you. You made some remarks to staff yesterday, and you talked about traveling the country also. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was an interesting concept. Thinking about you and, and those, you know, that time as a leader on the state board that that we mentioned at the top of the show, uh, and 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 having that opportunity to interface with different farm bureaus and leaders across the country, um. I'm just curious. Tell me something that stands out when you come back home. Uh, what what stands out to you is something that is truly unique about Arkansas Farm
1: Bureau. One of the unique things, one of them is the staff, mm-hmm. because I've, I've I've made remarks in different places that Farm Bureau is one of those organizations that it can take a chicken farmer from Scott County, Arkansas, and let him have a voice. Mm. It's the staff that allows that to happen. Mm. The staff been able to promote that things like this with this podcast. Sure. It, it allows me to get a get a voice out, talk to folks I'll never be able to see in face-to-face. Face face. Yeah. But uh I think we our staff is unique as a lot of states that I've been to uh, you don't see a lot of that. Mm. You you see a semblance of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when we come here, uh I've been involved with some of these folks on the staff for 15 years. Goodness. And we've been tight. we've been close. Yeah. Uh, and we're friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, they seen me come. You know, I, I made mention a while ago in a staff meeting, how many would have ever dreamed that I'd be right here? Of course, all <laughs> of them, stu- you know, stuck their hands They're like, oh, I, of course. I've I been know predicting what this for years. Yeah. I know what they yeah. were doing. Yeah, I know. But, uh, <laughs> you know, the staff here, they just, they think the world of the members. Mm. And it's not like that everywhere you go. Interesting. Yeah. A, everywhere you, a lot of places, you, there's, it's just a job. Mm-hmm. This is a way of life for them. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, I don't know that I've ever heard anybody articulate no. it that way, and and I think that's I think what a, what an incredible compliment. And I, it's a little bit selfish for me to say. Obviously, I'm a staff member, but uh, I think that's a compliment to everybody who who all our colleagues who show up every day. Um. Well, look. Speaking of visiting with folks around the country, uh, other farm bureaus. Uh, you know you had to go to DC quite a bit.
1: Yeah, I know. I heard <laughs> that. You know, that's one of that fine print thing. You, you yeah, know. it's a somebody small said print. the other day, you remember that Santa Claus movie where they bring out the big magnifying glass and the fine print at the very bottom? Yeah. That's where that was. <laughs> well, do you have any trips to the uh to the big city planned? I am leaving Sunday morning. Oh flying DC. Already? already. Already. Oh, I've been president goodness. now. Seven days, yeah. I'm fixing to go to Washington, D.C. on Sunday <laughs> for a full week. Oh, man. Well, uh, what will that be? What, what's that trip We're doing the American Farm Bureau resolutions. Okay. And yeah. my first board meeting with American Farm Bureau. Arkansas has a seat on that board, and uh, President Himmel was in that seat, so I'll, I'll take his seat sure. on that board. Sure. So this is uh, that start of the process, just like we have mm-hmm. in Arkansas. Exactly. Huh? Uh, the policies that we did that we forwarded to the National Convention, those are the ones that I'll go and defend. Nice. Okay. Well, uh, that's uh, that. Boy,
0: yeah, you're getting the ball rolling real quick. It's 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 been a full seven days. I bet it has. I bet it has. You ready for now? Let's see. We've got some things. I think this is going to go out today, so I can say you've got uh, we've got a Farm Family of the Year tomorrow. Tomorrow. I think you're going to be involved with the Purple Circle Club I on Saturday. I be, I've, and I've been. And you're going to DC on Sunday.
1: I come here Monday morning. They uh-huh. gave me two days. To recuperate from the convention yeah i showed up monday morning Uh and uh stayed all week i'm going home this evening yeah coming back in the morning going (sighs) home tomorrow afternoon coming back the next day and then i'll stay at the hotel by the airport and just fly out the next yes that's sunday morning
0: from waldron to the office from your farm to the office two and a half hours two and a half hours over the mountain
1: yeah my Because I live in the Washington Mountains. Yeah. There is these straight roads you guys have out east, <laughs> they don't exist in the Washita Mountains. You're gonna have to be on deer watch. This As evening. the crow flies is a very real term where I come from. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. You know, I grew up in St. Francis County. Mm-hmm. It's flat and straight. I went Lubbock was flat and straight. You yeah. put a bunch of cord on the steering wheel and you go to sleep. <laughs> There's not a curve <laughs> for thirty miles. That's awesome. All right. We're talking about home. Mm. You listen to
0: this show. You proclaim to listen to this show. I do listen no, I to this show. I trust that you listen to this show. Uh, you, then you know on our deep dive, we always we always wrap up with something fun. Mm-hmm. Generally, we like to talk about shoot food on this show. But I hope you all will forgive me because we're not going to do that today. Good, because I have gained about 10 pounds <laughs> since winning this election. When I started here, they talk, told me about the Farm Bureau 15. It's true, isn't it? It's a real deal. Yeah. It's a very, real deal. Very real. All right. Like I said, we always wrap up with something fun. We're certainly... Uh, I have to tell you, we're not going to make an exception for you today. Okay. Uh, you're from Waldron, Arkansas, mm-hmm. which can be found in, as you said, Scott County. Scott County. And Waldron is home to a couple of notable individuals, present company excluded. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. For instance, Dope Campbell. Do you know Doak what Dope Campbell, Campbell He's no. famous for. He's I know some founder, Campbell's, but not Doke. Founder of Florida State University hails from Waldron. Huh? Yeah. This okay. is uh, now. This is according to uh, Wikipedia. You've done your homework. I, you? I've, I've tried. I promise that we're not going to ask you though. We talked about. He's the founder of Florida State University. Okay. We're not going to talk about your thoughts on the college football selection committee. No, please, we're not. We won't go. get into that. But there's another famous son of Waldron, the great college football coach Gary Darnell. Mr. Darnell spent time coaching at some notable universities. I'm going to give those to you. Okay. question's coming. Western Michigan, the University of Florida, Texas A&M, Kansas State University, Wake Forest, Notre Dame, and the University of Texas, just to name a few.
1: Okay.
0: If you had to choose one of those teams to root for, which one would it be? Texas A&M. <laughs> that was easy. I asked a Texas-born gentleman a list of, of, of schools to root for. Do you have any history of Texas? I do see you've got your maroon on today. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, have a Texas A&M?
1: Do you have history there? No. You some, just... some friends that I have in, when I grew up in Texas, uh-huh. their kids went to Texas A&M. Yeah. And, of the, and when I was growing up in Texas, we always talked about Aggie jokes. Yeah, And so... Texas a and kind of stood out, and I don't like Texas.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, have you ever been to uh, to a game
1: down there? No, I never have.
0: Yeah, it's an amazing environment. I got the I've 12th been down man. there twice. Yeah, yeah, I've been down there twice. I got to see them beat Oklahoma when Oklahoma was number one, and then I went down when they played my Arkansas State Red Wolves. They weren't the Red Wolves then, and we got our tails kicked.
1: But I almost went to Dallas when they played in the in the. With jerry's world yeah you know yeah, yeah yeah when they played down there i almost mm-hmm. went down there but we had some chicken issues and i had to stay on for that there you go farm first that happens doesn't happen that happens
0: <laughs> <laughs> well i tell you we can't uh thank you enough for being on the show uh we're just very glad to be able to hear from you especially so early on like you said within seven days of being elected thank you for making the time you didn't have to do that we're grateful thank you guys uh, that wraps up this special edition of the Arkansas ICAST. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this deep dive episode. We'll continue bringing you guests to take a closer look at topics important to our members. Remember, you can catch new weekly episodes of the Arkansas ICAST every Thursday. Find video episodes on Facebook and YouTube. Listen to the audio version where you, wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure to subscribe and leave us a review when you have a few extra minutes. The Arkansas ICAST is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau. I'm Jason Brown. We'll see you next time.